Coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, we don't want to kill them, we just want to pet them. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, and I am joined, as I am always joined, by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. Mark, how's it going? It's so good. So excited for tonight. Uh, we are, because we are joined also by our good friend, producer and performer, Matt Acevedo is here. Hello! Yay. It's so good to be here. And I'm going to tell you right now, this game shall not be forgotten, but remembered. Wow. So I'm very excited to talk about this. Yes, we are, of course, talking about Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Uh, this is our, our th- this is the episode which caps off. Uh, it, it is the end, it, the end cap, the end point, the punctuation for Kirby Month. Uh, and I'm so glad that we have you here to discuss it. Me too. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. You guys have been quite on quite the journey. Yes. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. It's Mark, Kirby how, Month has how been. How are you feeling? I'm feeling so. I'm a little bit sad that Kirby Month is coming to a close. But like all good things, I know that it has to end because. Uh, a person cannot live their life as if every month is Kirby month. It's just too much. Yeah, that's right. Um, mm. You know what good thing does not come to an end? The Sonic Forces borrowing program. If you would like to borrow my copy of Sonic Forces for the Nintendo Switch, you can. You can get on a list. All you got to do is email us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at gmail.com. And give us a mailing address. We can send you my copy of Sonic Forces. There may be a copy of Untitled Goose Game in there. Um, you know. Either way, you play whichever game you get for as long as you want, uh, and then you send it back. I pay for postage both po- postage both ways. It's the perfect borrowing program. Another thing you can do is you can leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or heck, wherever you get your podcast. Oh heck, yeah, yeah. We, we appreciate it so much. It helps people find the show. Patrick and I love reading your reviews. If you leave us a review on the US Apple Podcast Store, we can see it, and so we will give you a shout out on the show. If you leave us a review anywhere else, we can't see it, but we appreciate it just as much. Hit us up on Twitter, send us an email, let us know that you reviewed us, or share the show some other way, and we'll give you a shout-out on the show. Um, and then, oh, geez, our last bit of like housekeeping here is that March is Kirby Month. Uh, we're going to have to retire this bit of, oh, of business man. here. I will remember you. All right, that's it. That's sweet. That did happen. Let's get into it. Let's talk Kirby and the Forgotten Land. All right, so I think maybe we should approach this by, not that there are ever spoilers in a Kirby game, but I think maybe we start off by just sort of discussing our like overall experiences of it before we shift gears and just really just talk about whatever and any and, and all things in yeah. the game. Okay, cool. That's smart. That's good. That's good. Um, so... I actually, I, I've I've talked to Mark so much about Kirby <laughs> this month. <laughs> um, Matt, what, where where are you with the like Kirby as a franchise? You know, Kirby is, um, I to me like hit or miss. Um, I think the charm is always there. Mm-hmm. The aesthetic's always there. He's always very cute. Uh, I think he is actually the like in in Japan, he's the most popular Nintendo icon. If I re- read that 
correctly. Don't quote me on that, but I remember reading that somewhere that that he is like more like he's kind of like the staple uh, for Nintendo in like Japan, like more than Mario. I mean, know? I I would I one of the thesis statements that we like, or at least that I have arrived at, is that like Kirby is. Uh, very similar to Mario in that, like, he yeah. fills that Mr. Video role, right? That totally. he can be the main character, the protagonist in, like, any kind of game. Yeah. You just put him there and you're like, yeah, he makes sense there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I yeah, that wouldn't surprise me, yeah. is what I'm saying. And and in general, I there are game, Kirby games that I absolutely adore. Like, I think my favorite of the Kirby games is, it's probably a tie between um, the N64, uh, the Crystal Shards Kirby game. This is great. This is a blind spot for both I of us. I know, yeah. Oh, because it has it, it gets like really dark. Like to to actually complete the game, um, I and I haven't played it since I was a kid. But your 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 fairy friend is really like cute and stuff. Like you know, at the end of the, you beat the game, but then um, like her eyes like turn like dark, like evil at the very end. And it's like, oh, I didn't beat the game, so you have to like finish collecting everything. You get the secret boss where she like there's like an inner demon in her, and like she's like this creepy like oh, no. like demonic like being that you have to like <laughs> fight. It's like holy crap! That's so insane. It, it's awesome. It's awesome. So uh, there's that, and it's probably I bet that's gonna come to uh, N64 online. At yeah, some point. hopefully. That's my hope, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we were hoping it would be this month, but uh, yeah. not yet. There's that one, and then uh, Nightmare in Dreamland. I played a lot. I think it was my favorite of the 2d uh kirby games i think it's just it, it has uh to at least my knowledge because i haven't played my game boy advance in a long time but mm-hmm. um you know it had a level of difficulty uh to it and it was very charming and it, it i still remember this banger of a commercial it was like it was like secret agent uh man but it was like kirby nightmare in dreamland kirby, <laughs> nightmare in dreamland and so like that that like stuck with me for years but that game was awesome but other than that, a lot of Kirby games, I feel like they they might lean too like I don't want to say I, I'm gonna say the wrong word here, but like, like kitty or ch- like a little too easy. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, and I, I, that's definitely part of like the Kirby brand, right? Like, yeah, he's cute. Uh, he and like, what other characteristics does Kirby have? We we both we have two Kirby amiibos sitting at the table with us right now. Yeah. Um, and like you know, Mario can be cute, but like you can ascribe other qualities to Mario. What other qualities can you ascribe to Kirby? Uh, he he's adorable. Yeah, he yeah. loves sweet. Oh, okay. that's yeah, sweet. <laughs> yeah, sweet tooth guy. Anime mm-hmm. guy and four kids. Yeah, I, I, um, <laughs> I you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, but but like he's cute. He's yeah. cute. And, yeah, and, but also fierce. Cute but fierce. That's know? true. Mm-hmm. He's, he he's cute, but like sometimes he's got eyebrows that make those eyes look <laughs> yeah. like like he's real determined. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, totally. That that leads into. Um, like his aesthetic is kind of kiddie, but that also means that a lot of his games are accessible for like yeah. players of any experience level. Yeah, I feel like approachable is really what Kirby goes for. Mm-hmm. It's good for like I think for newer gamers and stuff. Like I was kind of like Kirby Star Allies, which was the last Kirby game I believe for the Switch. Um, that one was like way too easy for me. It was like there was no challenge. Even like finding the collectibles was super easy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just I I I think you can make games just like with any sort of. Uh, you know, video content or video games, like you can make games aimed at children, but make it still challenging for like everyone. Like you kind of approach it with what you want to get out of it, you know? Yeah. Well, and like I, that's one of the things that I have found about this game yeah. uh, and the Forgotten Land um, that like getting through a level, getting from the uh, entry point to the exit point can be very easy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's all in like finding those extra waddle Ds to like make it through or in like the challenge uh, little sections yeah. between levels that really make the game, really give the game uh, any kind of challenge to like the shape of it. Well, I also think it's really interesting that Forgotten Land is 
as far as I know, the only Kirby game that just straight up offers you um, difficulty levels. Yes. Yeah. Like at the very start of the game. And I am curious what you guys are playing on. Are you playing on like the more challenging one or the like regular mode? So, well, I think th- I'm playing on the wild mode. Yeah, which is, I'm playing also on wild mode. Which is I, the more challenging one, right? Yeah, yeah and it's, okay. it's, I, I think it's the one that it, like, defaults to. You have to choose the other one, right? Mm. I believe so, yeah. Mark, are you also playing on the wild yeah, mode? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we're crazy. <laughs> yeah, we're crazy. <laughs> well, I'm also like, I'm not going to choose the easy mode on a Kirby game. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, not, not to speak disparagingly of, of easy games. One of the things that I'm, uh, like, actually enjoying a, uh, a quite a bit about this is that you know we're in a Elden Ring moment right now so mm-hmm. like I know a lot of people are playing like very difficult a very difficult uh, game that like challenges and rewards them but I'm just playing like a a, a fun cute game that uh, does it challenge me not really does it reward me I feel like it does See, I so, think so too <laughs> so I actually I am fine I, I w- wouldn't say that this game is like ex- on the extreme part of the difficulty scale but I think that there is a surprising amount of like challenge in it and yeah. interesting challenge, especially in the um, like side like the special yeah the yeah. the hidden realms and then also uh, I guess we're doing general impressions. But towards the end of the game, I think some of the levels do get like a, a surprising level of challenge where you're not just yeah. gonna be able to yeah. coast through them. And I just think in general, I appreciate the difficulty. And uh, as someone who, for me, uh, games like these, like Mario and 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 you know Kirby, like I'm a completionist for these type of games. So yeah. for me, I do not move on. Uh, and I do this for I actually I love I love doing it. Like you know I love doing it. But uh, I do it because um, I, I don't move on until I collect every single Waddle D in each level. Uh, and then each challenge area, you can beat it. But then there's also the target time. And I try to. There's only one I haven't been able to beat. But I, I, I don't go until I beat that target time. Oh, so, see, I, I let the target times go. If if I'm like, uh, if I I do it really well on like my first try or like the first time I actually like accomplish it. Yeah. I'm like, I I'm like that was that was perfect, and I'm like three seconds off. I'm like, well, forget it. I'm never gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I know I can go in there and like whittle it down, but I'll, I'll I will move on from those things a little bit earlier. Yeah. So I have not been. D- being like a completionist to get all of the waddle dees in each level. And so I'm curious for the boss levels that basically require you to go back because a lot of them, like they're very specific, yeah. right? It's like beat it with this copy ability. So if you Use- just been like, go like going right back in yeah. to do it again once Usually, you like because no. because how it reveals each thing is like i love this i love this. it's awesome because you don't get at the end of the level it'll show the different waddle d challenges um but you know it only it'll show the ones that you do so a lot of times you'll just do it it's like oh i guess i beat that level in under a minute 50 great but um it'll just open up the next um unknown uh challenge it'll just yeah. reveal that one so I, I love that it just reveals one yeah so like yeah if you miss two of them you're like oh i gotta go back in and like figure that out and it's like well here's what one of them was yeah and then you're like okay and then you get that one and then it will reveal the, the next one after the first boss fight i figured out though like the last two it's gonna be a time thing and it's gonna yeah. be a uh don't get hit thing so i'm like I always do a run. Usually, my first run is the one where I just like go super fast because I know that last one's gonna be time. So I just want to reveal them. You know, yeah. so I, I go as fast as I can. I usually use. I think the dragon ability is really good. Uh, and um, it depends on each on each opponent. But like, um, man, 
I, give, I just really appreciate the heck out of this. Yeah. Like, G- give me that needle move. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then like, just roll into bosses. Give it to me. <laughs> yeah. And what I like about it, too, is that you're. I, I want to save all the Waddle D1 because they're adorable. And two, mm-hmm. like, I the the added element of, of having Waddle D Town um, expand is incredible i yes. i love the charm of it. i, w- I want to go there i want that to be like a section in nintendo land yes you know? yes like i love everything it makes me it encourages me to go and do that even like i'm doing all the gachapon like which yeah, i don't usually do <laughs> although yeah. i wish i could just do like drop 50 and, like, i know yeah. instead of having to like put in 10 20 whatever yeah. you know like turn the crank get it and then like have to choose it again but yeah i feel like th- like uh, waddle d town is such a good example for me of where I appreciate like how smart this game is, like how well it incorporates el- like Kirby elements, but in a new way. Because we've talked a lot on during Kirby Month about sub games, and this has sub games, but the way it's incorporated into like Waddle D Town, I yeah. feel like it's just a very smart evolution they're, of that like Kirby formula. They're yeah. diegetic sub games. <laughs> yeah. like, there's a reason that Kirby <laughs> is playing them within the context, like within the world of the game. Yeah. yeah. Even, even down to like the tilt and tumble where it's just like, oh yeah, this there's a Waddle D that like has a little games booth and he makes you play these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think the, uh, the overall economy of the game is smart uh, and never... I never feel like I'm just absolutely swimming in coins or absolutely swimming in uh, rare stones to upgrade stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, like Waddle Dees is another, they're less of a currency and more of like, you need a certain number to unlock features of, of Waddle Dee Town, but that you're always being rewarded for the stuff that you've been collecting in levels anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, just, it feels really good. Like the, the, yeah. the feedback loop there is just like constant and rewarding. And I just realized this too, because I, I wasn't sure about this, but when you find the gachapon little balls in um yeah. in each level, so I thought that was just giving me a collectible specifically for that level, which may be true, and I haven't quite cracked the nut on this yet. But as I revisited the levels, I noticed that it just gave me a random gachapon. So oh. yes, I was. So it's like it, that's another way to collect your gachapon is that you don't you could just, just keep going through just the keep levels. Keep going through yeah. levels, yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's and uh, have you used any of? Have you put any of your uh, your figures up in Kirby's house? I have, but I have to go back because I only did it during vault when I had Volume One of the Gachapon. Mm. Uh, because I was like, oh, uh, oh, this is a rare one. This is a four star. This is, <laughs> this is you know, this is the gor- uh, the gorilla guy. I'll put him up. You know, I need more than three slots though. I wish I had a three. Little, is not enough. Is, yeah, yeah, we have. Hundreds of figures. Yeah, there are so many figures that you collect through the course of this game. <laughs> and the only thing you can do with them is put three of them up on uh, above Kirby's fireplace. Yeah. But I do like the f- uh, each... Uh, I, man, I'm really loving this no, game. No, I am too. I think so. Uh, I had never played Planet Robobot until we did it for Kirby Month. And Planet Robobot became my number one yeah. Kirby game. That's the one I haven't played. It's, oh, it's, it's good. so it's good. good. But it's also... Surpri- so... Um, al- many of the elements that I'm enjoying about Forgotten Land. Basically, uh, Robobot had like my number one spot for about two weeks, and then Forgotten Land came out, and I think Forgotten Land is now my favorite Kirby game. Yeah. Um, but it takes a lot of what I liked about Planet Robobot, which is um, I don't like I don't want to oversell it, but it is it is more like puzzle focused. Like there, like the yes the platforming in planet robobot is a lot of like oh there's like a a foreground and a background and since it's on the 3ds you're like going between the two and you have to figure out how to like unlock something 
or you know how to advance and usually it's like oh, okay uh in some levels i need to do something in the foreground so it unlocks the background like it's a little like more deliberate in its pace and i actually think kirby in the forgotten land is faster paced it is more yeah. like platforming focused but i think those like like puzzle elements that like thoughtfulness has made its way into forgotten land in yeah, a way yeah, that like really like star allies feels like because i felt the same way about star allies as you did matt and it feels like a weird like aberration because it is very much like an old kirby game um to in my mind to its detriment and forgotten land feels so like confident as like a first third 3d kirby entry yeah that it feels one like remarkable that it's as good as it is but two like just weird that star allies happened yeah yeah yeah, and it's it's almost like where was this all along right Right. because like um you're right to say that they're they're confident in it but like they're confident in the kind of puzzle solving that's just about like quickly assessing like seeing the space and understanding it and a lot of times understanding it fast right like uh, there are so many times where like you need to get to a waddle d or something before something else triggers right and it's that's it like all you gotta do is like just get there before the boulder like comes in and like knocks out the floor that he was standing on uh so you can rescue him um and then sometimes where it's like uh, there actually is a little timer that's uh, mm-hmm. you know you have to do it in uh, before the timer runs out. But it, it all feels like you just need uh, to do like quick little visual exploration, take in this whole adorable diorama that Kirby's inside, yeah. uh, and then just like solve it and get the prize. Yeah, and what I really love about it too is I just think it's smart game design. Uh, is that um, there are games where you know you you have to, and this is fine. This I think this might is a total personal preference but i there are games where like you you might need to go outside of that level to gain an ability to go back to do this thing but in kirby and the forgotten kingdom um the game developers have at least so for so far i haven't been in the game yet have kind of everything that you kind of need for that level is present there like there's there's like a small uh, fire bad guy that in this corner that was hidden that i needed to get or something like every time i approach a new area i see a new uh, guy like like to be yeah, <laughs> someone time. just walked by the, uh, the the window to the studio here. Seventy <laughs> percent uh, of the time, I feel like it's, I'm going to use that ability in the next area to unlock a secret thing, which I I just I love that. I love that it's giving me kind of like the power, and it's it's yeah. in, it's making my gameplay a little more fluid. I, I don't really like backtracking in this this way. Like, right? I don't know. It's, yeah, it's a different you, kind of backtrack. You seldom like approach a a, a puzzle or a, a thing that you need to solve in the game and don't have the tools for it. Yeah, like. Um, but it's, it, I think that also speaks to just like the versatility of the tools that the game does give you, um, that like, man, I love it when you're approaching a boss or like a, a little boss rush thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just like six of the, uh, six of the abilities are there and it's just like, take whichever one you want. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, I've really been rocking the Ranger for a while. I'm going to do that. Or like, <laughs> uh, I'm do the dragon fire. Um, like I, I, and they're, they're all viable weapons against whatever you're going to take on. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. And every single one, and I think the challenges kind of encourage you to try things out of your comfort zone too for specifically boss challenges where, mm-hmm. you know, like um, one of them was, I forgot which boss it was, but it was like, oh, use the frost ability to freeze that boss. To oh, yeah, it's like the, the, like, is it like the, ballerina? the ballerina? Yeah. Oh, that was the ballerina. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's like... Like Florina or uh-huh. whatever. Yeah, and that was like a, a more challenging way to fight that boss, but it was like so, and I had to kind of, you know, it teaches you how to fight differently and think differently, yeah. uh, which I thought was just such a great way. It's kind of like... You can replay these 
these levels with these different abilities, and I think it's going to be like uh, enough variation where yeah. it'll be interesting. Yeah, totally. Well, and like for that specific challenge, I couldn't like I went back in and like fought with the uh, the ice ability and didn't successfully freeze her, killed her before uh, I had frozen her. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, well, okay, I don't know. I guess I'll come back to this. And then when I leveled up the uh, frost ability, yeah, um, then it was easier to freeze her. So like. It's also just cool, the the leveling up, which, by the way, I think that's one of the uh, killer advancements in this game is that you level up your copy abilities. Yeah. Um, but then, like, having uh, been incentivized to go back with your old copy abilities now stronger to unlock those challenges is just really cool and really smart and, like, keeps you going back to stuff that you've already done. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I, I kind of, like, pr- I feel like, the limited amount of copy abilities is a virtue yes. in this game. Yes. Like not, and I think, you know, sure it sets a good foundation, whatever they do next, you can have those plus some other ones. But I just felt like the, I appreciated the leveling up more than just having like 20 more copy abilities, you know, I, I don't, totally, I don't need yeah, mirror in my life. You don't need mirror. <laughs> you don't need psychic. You don't need staff. You don't need our beloved rock. Um, yeah. yeah. Like the, the abilities that are there, are all they're, they're all functional except for sleep um and they're they're all like fun to use which I, is i also think is like a little bit of a miracle i like that they use sleep as like booby traps yes so there will be like enemies who have the sleep ability who are like in your way to get where you need to go yes and you're like ooh, i kn-, and whenever because the the structure of the game is like there's these hidden challenges in each level that don't reveal themselves until you either you know do it or you uh, finish the level and it reveals one of them that I'm always like doing things with an eye to like, Ooh, this might be a challenge. So you see these like little sleep guys or there's like a bunch of like flowers out there and you're like, I got to touch all those flowers or yep. I'm going to, yep. I, I have to get through this without falling asleep because I, it, that might be one of those <laughs> hidden challenges. Yes. Well, I, and I, I, I do love that you start to develop like a, a radar for like, what are these hidden challenges? There's one level where there's a pool um, that's in like a little tucked like uh, tucked away off the main road, and the only enemies in there is one sleepy guy. Um, and one of the challenges is like take a nap by the pool. So like <laughs> you have to eat the sleepy guy and fall asleep, but next to the pool, which is incredible. That's amazing, that's awesome. I mean, have you guys used the utilized the reward system or the the um, not the reward system, the password system to get gifts? Yes, the Waddle D liveries. Yes, uh, yeah, we we talked about it a little bit on. Uh, Tuesday's episode because there were all those codes like kind of floating around uh, in various places. I, I used the the one that it gives you in game. Yeah. Um, and then uh, after we talked about it on the show, uh, I entered in that thank you Meta Knight because I, I needed a couple rare stones. Oh, is that one? Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Thank you Meta Knight, all caps, no spaces. Uh, gives you three rare stones. Yeah. So I did it. Wow. I, and yeah, I, it's a good reward. Yeah, that's a good one. I had like seen an article or like Twitter or somewhere, like a list of all the available ones before I had reached that point in the Didn't game. Didn't share it with either of us. <laughs> <laughs> so when it, so when it came up, I was like, oh, and so I just went through and like entered like all like ten or whatever that are yeah. out right now. I kind of think it's a dumb mechanic. Like I think I so don't too. really get it. I don't get it because yeah. I also can't find them. Like it's not that I don't know. Like it, like even there's the one well, that they give you in Waddle D Town. Yeah, like, there are more hidden here. I'm like. That's I what I thought them. too. Did they say there are more hidden yeah. there, yeah. or that there are it, other places? It's in here, here in Waddle D Town. Exactly here in Waddle D Town. Yeah. yeah. 
What? I'm going to give you all one. Here, I, I thought I'd give it to you. Uh, this one's from the Kirby microsite that I did to get my Nintendo rewards. Yeah, I got yeah, 100 yeah. Nintendo rewards. This one says uh, the code is Kirby microsite, and that's site S-I-T-E. So get those uh, get those points. and then get, Yeah, get those the coins demo, or whatever. Yeah. I think it's coins. If you get the demo, it's clear demo. Use clear demo to get the... Get more coins. So. Yeah, and and it you know like Mark said, you can go to like probably like Kotaku or Polygon or someone. Someone's yeah. got an article uh, with all these. IGN probably has uh, in in their wiki but or whatever. Back in the day, we had to call Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> we had to pay two ninety five a minute. Yeah. Um, but there's also is that cheap two ninety five a minute or is it probably more expensive than that for like help on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Expensive. That seems expensive to me. Yeah, for like nineteen ninety three. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, may, I would think like ten cents a minute. Wow, is that cheap? <laughs> yeah, that that feels know. really cheap. That's like what do you? Yeah, uh, <laughs> there's probably some medium there. Yeah, in any, I, I just wish they would just like give you that they would just dole out the rewards like yeah. over time. But yeah, I get. I just wish I understood why they're doing it this way. Why because indeed? It, it yes, it feels like um, like it could be used for something cool, but I don't know what that would be. Yeah, like I, I yeah. thought I at first I thought it was gonna be more like the Pokemon uh mystery gift, like oh maybe yes. a new ability upgrade right. or something, you right. know. Well yeah, I mean that that's the ultimate thing is that like the rewards aren't that great. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Uh, if if the reward were a new copy ability. A new copy ability or like uh furniture to put in Kirby's house or I something. Wish yes. I wish I customize like look, here's the, I I'm not I don't think this is a diss at the game, but I like this is me just kind of blowing yeah. this out. Yeah. I also agree I wish I could just Blow the heck out of Kirby's house. Like, just go deck it out how I want it, you know? I mean, just look. I know you have the technology, okay? Yeah. We've played Animal Crossing <laughs> uh, Happy Home Paradise. Yeah. We we know we have the technology to totally revamp that house. Yeah. I want to change it entirely. I want to <laughs> change the wallpaper. I Look, I, I want to be able to redecorate the house. But I want to protect the bed space. Protect the bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because Kirby going to sleep and the different animations. I mean, we talked in the beginning, like, how do you describe Kirby? It's, like, cute. And this game leans into it yeah. so hard. Like, everything is a- adorable in this game. Yeah. yeah. Well, and we alluded to it at the top of the episode, but the sort of, like, main uh, enemy faction in the game is the Beast... Uh, Brigade beast, what are they? The beast, beast pack. The beast pack. Beast pack. There we go. Um, and so it means that like the main like foot soldier enemies are these. They're like little red fox corgi dog yeah. things. Right. Just like the cannon fodder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they're they're cannon fodder who are sometimes attacking you, but like I don't know, eight times out of ten, uh, seven times out of ten, they're just like taking a nap or standing in line for a roller coaster. Literally, literally. Yeah, literally. Th- that's what's kind of confusing because like yes, they have captured the waddle dees who fell into this dimension, into this, like, forgotten land dimension when this, like, wormhole opened up over Planet Popstar. It, it is like not clear to me. I think there may be Waddledees in this dimension natively because they have a city there that gets destroyed. Oh, see, I thought that they were just, well... Who knows? The <laughs> Waddledee lore. <laughs> <Right>. Not entirely <laughs> sure. Somebody. I thought it was, like, the same Waddledees built the city. After. Exactly. That's yeah, I, I thought, thought they were like uh, they were like refugees. Because that city like is is you you go through it in the very beginning and it's right, nothing. Right. But so we 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 think that it was not originally settled by Waddledees. It was settled by other creatures that are the exact same size. Yeah. Which we determined yesterday is eight inches tall. <laughs> right. Right. And then Waddledees. That's what I think is that they're like actually they, this they're is, like rehabilitating. This is now. fun. How tall do you think Kirby is? Yeah, if you had to guess, and you have to, because okay. this is our show. I think he's uh, probably the size of like a Pikachu. No, no, sorry, Detective Pikachu. Mm, uh, sure. So, uh, with hat. So I think he's about 
3.5 feet. 3.5 <laughs> feet. 3.5 yeah, okay. feet. We guessed about, uh, what was it, 24 inches? 26 inches. 26 yeah. inches. Yeah. So 2.2. Two, two and two inches, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, Mark was looking up something yesterday that suggested Kirby was oh. eight inches tall. Yeah. So uh, canonically, oh. and this is actually so according. This was uh, this was not cited. It was in, not. In it was wiki. not sourced yeah. at the right. uh, on Wikipedia. It is not sourced. But I went digging, <laughs> and it is, and I found out where it comes from. So the Japanese website for uh, the Kirby and the Crystal Shards is that the N sixty four one? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. the the site for it said that was true but they also have a caveat that um not on the kirby and the crystal shards website but that in smash brothers he's treated as being more as like two to three feet okay hmm. he has to right meet the dimensions of the other characters right but yeah. i mean like uh so too is olimar right like right because he should be like what half an inch tall <laughs> like right. he's he's tiny yeah um but oh yeah okay so you get pulled from Planet Popstar oh, right. um, <laughs> in, into into this forgotten land. And yes, like these enemies, like the Beast Pack, these cute little fox guys, have like captured the Waddle Dees. But also like you're kind of invading their territory, right? Absolutely. The, like these yeah. fox guys are just trying to exist in the world. Yeah. Right. Well, I think this you're is... You're the invading force. Because we're getting... There's... Are you guys reading all the subtext from like the from the trophies and th- and like yes it's I think it was like a human world like well because like the the amusement park it was like kind of sad like the yes. writer of the uh, I don't know I know about the, there's like a dog two dogs there's a male and female dog uh on at the amusement park that's a mascot and it's these this writer's characters that he wrote and he made them the mascot of this amusement it's like this this crazy deep lore of like of this world I think it was like a like human, it's like Doctor Stone or something, you know. Well, totally. Uh, we may be venturing into spoiler territory slash story beats that we have not yet uncovered. As I don't, none of us have rolled credits on the game. Right. right. No. Yeah. Okay. But in the, do you d- know something? You're, yeah. Do you know, know something? Smirk. I mean, I, I I experienced something. I was playing this game, uh, like sitting in the car waiting for uh, the recording to start when I should have been getting a, an XLR cable from my home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're a little bit delayed in starting today. So it's all my fault. Um, but uh, I I experienced like a, a end game story beat that is very expository and revelatory about the world. And the role that the beasts are playing in it. Interesting. Does it recontextualize the whole thing? Not, I mean, like a little bit. Is my mind going to be blown? No, but now I can't wait to know what this is. (laughs) Oh man. Okay. Okay, that's interesting because I got to. um, I I mean, this is a spoiler, but like, I got to a, a sand part. I got to a sand part. Okay, so you're in the original wasteland. The next one. Oh, the one beyond the the wasteland. Which okay. I was like, Whoa. this is a spoiler because we just got to break this down. So, oh. are, okay. So King DDD, yeah, right, like, right. Uh, shows up. It's all spoilers from here on <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <Okay. laughs> it's all spoilers Wait, from King ten DDD seconds ago. Shows up in a oh. Kirby game. <laughs> okay, so King DDD shows up, steals your butter, like your furry butterfly friend, right? And are you in that world? Or That's where I'm the... in. Oh, okay, got it. Got I, I'm it. not. Oh man. I guess it only says I'm like 38% done, so and I'm and I'm 100%ing it. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I think you're fairly close to the end because I'm one level beyond that, which is the fiery. It's area. like a lava level type thing. Yeah, and that and I looked it up, and 
that is like the final level before like the final boss type thing. Whoa. So okay, so, so you're so we're pretty close but to the But then end. why am I only at thirty seven percent? Is there another You're you're missing stuff, Matt. There's stuff I, you can Or maybe seeing. or do you think it's like wad the stuff in like like have you been doing the, the sub games in like waddle detail? Yeah, like do it, those like count the and everything? Moment, I don't know if those counts. So like I did the turn like the first tournament, I'm like <laughs> Yeah, I got How do this. you get multiple tournaments? Is there a second tournament? We're jumping. I, 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 I'm We're all over the place. <laughs> I'm assuming because uh, hold on, I got hold on. All right, all right, myself. okay. Okay, so one of the things that pops up in Waddle D Town eventually is this Coliseum, which is dope. It's uh-huh. very, it's very, yeah, it's very her, you know, cool. Kingdom Hearts Hercules Coliseum, yep, you yep, know. Yep. Yep. Uh, um, where it's just battle, like you, it's like rush mode, which is awesome. So like the first, it, I think it's like you're gonna get more because you only fight like the first set of bosses. In the first right, one. so right, I'm and that's why we keep expecting there to be more, but it has not like revealed itself what like the next layers of this are. But I wonder if you have to beat the if game, you can, like clear the game entirely, yeah. yeah, or if it's just a matter of like waddle d count, right? That like oh sure, when you get to you know two hundred waddle d's, then you get like a second yeah thing. Because I'm 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 clearing literally like I'm I'm getting all the waddle d where it'll say. You got all the waddle d in this yeah. area, you know. <laughs> so like that's kind of how I'm playing it, but. Yeah, I don't know. It only says I'm like 37%, 38% done. I wonder if there's like a whole nother like secret world or something. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't, I have not looked up anything about this yeah. game, Mark. I don't, uh, you, you, you mentioned I, that you. I, yeah, so I, I don't know if there's like, because in a lot of games, there's like you were talking about with uh, uh, Crystal Shards, cr- Crystal Shards, where yeah. it's like, oh, sure, you completed it, but you haven't like 100%ed it, so you're yeah. not done. And there's a like true final boss a lot of times in these Kirby games. Yeah, I have no idea if that is the case for Forgotten Land. I'm gonna go ahead and say that it is the case for Kirby in the Forgotten Land, as I think that's what I just accessed before I turned it off and uh, came in to record. Um, which, like, you know, there's, I, I, I would say this game is uh, for the most part like story non-existent. Right? Totally, like you're dropped right. into a strange, a strange new world. Uh, Kirby. It's an What's that? It's an isekai. <laughs> Kirby is asleep, uh, as always, um, and uh, terrible things happen, and then he has to save the day. Um, but when you go into what appears to be your final like beast encounter, uh, he's a lion, uh, and look, it's this game is a weird. The uh, the the cat boss that you fight earlier, who's got like this extreme hourglass shape to her, who I find a little upsetting, uh, and then <laughs> and then this hunky lion that you fight at the end, I find both of their body shapes <laughs> distressing. Um, but he uh, he's like standing in front of uh, what I believe the final boss encounter to oh, be. Oh, okay. Um, and that it, that's what reveals uh, like why the world is in the state that it's Interesting. in, and uh, why the beasts have banded together to try and harness the power of this thing. Got um, it. And so you, Kirby, are just there like messing up th- what they're up to. So like in a lot of ways, you're right. You Kirby is the invading force. Yeah. Um, the beasts have a plan to make their world better, um, but. You know, that's uh, there's there's like an evil behind all of it. Oh, yeah. got it. Okay, I see. I mean, they're so they're probably they're probably you know they think they're the good guys, but at the same time they're like sacrificing these Waddle D to do it. You yeah, know? well, f- and that's fr- not cool. From my perspective, it's the Jedi who are evil. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I did want to talk about that's like. The gameplay structure itself, yes, is um. So the camera is very controlled. It's almost like like 
God of War-ish, like the original like PS2, mm-hmm. like God of War, where you know it, it's sometimes doing like these cinematic swoops and everything, but for the most part, like you have no control. You can kind of like point it a little bit one direction, like you're really it's like very you're funny, really, yeah. Like, you can just it. nudge it, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it won't go that far. But I feel like another uh, as I as I was playing it, especially in the beginning, another kind of like game type that I feel like it takes a lot of inspiration from is the uh, Lego games. So like oh, yeah. the Lego Star Wars and everything. Yeah, because totally. Kirby's kind of acting as like an agent of chaos in a way that he doesn't in other games where he can interact with a lot of things in the world and you're yeah. destroying them. And when you destroy them, you get these coins. And just that like gameplay Holy loop cow. Yeah, like, that's totally Lego. made me feel. And even just like the almost the, um, uh, the way the camera is positioned a lot of the time and yeah. the way you're controlling Kirby. Like I think it is remarkable how smoothly – 2D Kirby has translated to like 3D Kirby. Yeah. I and agree. the moveset is very different, but it also feels so much like Kirby. Like they really nailed it. But it definitely is like built on the foundation of these other games, whether intentional or not. But yeah. just like mm-hmm. it, it feels very much like a Lego game in a lot of respects to me. Yeah. I think that's a, a perfect comparison. Like, because Lego games are always like you're swapping out characters for their different abilities, different ways they interact with the environment, yeah. which is just 100% what the copy abilities uh, accomplish in this. Um, Mark, I like what you said about how uh, how smoothly the translation to 3D is here, because I think all of the copy abilities um, work in 3D, and they all work in like distinct ways. Where like I don't really see the difference in most Kirby games between like the hammer and the sword, right? Like one deals more damage, maybe, but like they feel functionally the same. And in a 3D space, like they don't, right? Yeah. Like they they feel. They genuinely feel different, um, and I just think that's a, a really like smart application. There's a really interesting interview. Nintendo kind of infrequently, but in the, they've done like three or four of them, and uh, have done this sort of like ask in, ask the developers type of like interview thing that they publish on their website. And they have one for Kirby and the Forgotten Land, and it's really interesting about like the challenges that th- they faced in translating this game to 3D, where they talk about like like Kirby as designed. From a th- in a 3D space, if the camera's behind him, you wouldn't be able to tell which way he's facing because he's oh, just yeah, right. Sure. right. And so they had to like make uh, accommodations to Kirby's design to make it clear which way Kirby's facing. Or if you're hovering, right, like there's no way to tell how close you are to the ground. Right. And so they had to make like, you know, like smart decisions where it's like, well, you're like, we think this is actually what you want. And so we're going to like land you here instead. Of- and so. It, uh, it is remarkable how smooth it is because you can tell these are actually like really challenging problems to solve in 3D space. Yeah. But it comes off like so seamlessly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the game is definitely built for like maximum playability. Like there's no... Uh, uh, part of the like so limited camera uh, control ability um, is just that they're like, no, 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 we got it. Like you can mess with it a little bit if you want, but like don't, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, they just want you to like play it and have fun. Yeah. And I think in the just in general the art is like it looks it looks so good to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's even these. There's a small detail that I really appreciate. It's so unique is and like you, it's, you really see it in the carnival world. Yes. Um, where the it's like there's a point where the background is like just far enough and it almost looks like 
stop motiony or something. It's I like, and yes, this is I, I love this feature of the game. Yeah. Um, and it's it's obviously like a a technical restriction or like born out of that where objects uh, in the far distance are animated at like fewer frames per second. Yeah. It's something that uh, uh Pokemon Legends Arceus does as well. Um, but like it adds to this sort of like toyetic feel of it. Like it feels, it feels right in this world. It does. It feels yeah. like totally right. It's so charming. Um, it feels like, cause I think with Hal in general, like they, they do like, like it's, it's all like, feels like toys to me. Yeah. Like it always feels like you're playing in a toy box and this game, they like lean into that, that they're even like, even though that might be, um, technically a technical disadvantage for them. They really use it to their advantage to make right. this really great toy box kind of charm that I just adore. I think it's awesome. And the perspective shifts I think are great. Like, I think the carnival world is my favorite so far. Yeah. Uh, I just think like running in and like the, the camera kind of like, like turning on the switch and the lights go on and it opens up to this, this garage door. Like, yeah. Oh my God. It's just so adorable. And it's a different kind of art. Um, I, I, like I prefer this style than like the beauty of like Horizon for uh, Forbidden West. Like yeah. that is beautiful, but to me this is more my taste. Like it feels more, I don't know. I I, it, I don't know. It feels more like an escape to me. Yeah. Well, and it, it's like free of the expectation of photorealism, right? Like yeah. I, I don't need that, man. I, I don't need it. I just need it to be pretty and colorful, which the game is. And also, I I think it's like the environments are so different from what I expect from Kirby, mm -hmm. but it yeah. still feels right like it feels like really appropriate for kirby to be there so it's this weird like line between like yeah this is a mall this is a theme park like my theme park loving heart when there's like a entire level dedicated to essentially the main street electrical parade yeah right, like you right. know like <laughs> it's just like so much fun and the music in this game is I was so good yes, yes. i yeah. totally agree this is my favorite score uh, uh kirby's uh, ost i think ever I, I i think they nailed it well it's it's like kirby by way of mario galaxy right yes um because yeah. it, it's got it's got the the fully orchestrated quality it's got that sort of like soaring heroic um theme um there's the the like main song that like kicks off the game uh first of all what a banger it's yeah. so good it's so 90s like you well, it's, show it's, anime like i love it dude. Like <laughs> for for me it lives like right in the middle of the 1980s um yeah. because it sounds a uh first of all the chorus is identical to the chorus of the perfect perfect strangers uh theme song <laughs> <laughs> stand in time <laughs> um and then uh, it also does a little da 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 da, da like the never ending Later, story yeah, song, exactly, yeah, um, yeah. which uh, 1986 and 1984 respectively. <laughs> so I think uh, they're taking the music cues from the middle of the 1980s, which uh, I think is awesome. Yeah. But then yeah, through through the like uh, the lens of like a huge orchestral thing, it's just it's just dope. Yeah. It's uh, when you talk about Super Mario Odyssey. Like uh, the Wandaria, the theme park, it's like main theme. Yeah. Hold like it reminded me a lot of like the same sort of mu uh, steam gardens from mm. Super oh, Mario Odyssey. So yeah. Where, you know, it's like, ooh, like this is amazing and so surprising for um, like a Kirby game. Or, you know, I was just not expecting it. And there's lots of moments like that. D talking about like the pop song at the very beginning of it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this like cold open for this game is so good because it introduced you to like mouthful mode. Yep. yep. And it's, you start off with the car and just like driving the car through this little like course. Feels great. Feels so good. Um, plus you, uh, first of all, when you're in mouthful mode and you have a copy ability, you get a little hat. 
Yeah, so you're, I know. Yeah. You're like you're like a big old water balloon yep. wearing like a little, you know. Uh, oh my god, I couldn't deal with uh, being mouthful of water. It's my it's favorite. It's so funny. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Water balloon. But like, so you're in the car and you're driving. This pop song is playing. Like the you know main title comes up at the very end. Like it's just like you know you're in for a good time. Like you feel. Uh, cause I started this game just not knowing what to expect. I started a little bit hesitant being like, this could, you Same. know, like I'm hoping it's fun. I'm hoping it's really good, but it could easily just be some of the stuff I don't enjoy in Kirby that much. And after that, like cold open that like experience, I was like, okay, I'm going to enjoy this. Yeah. Like, this is going to yeah. be a good time. Like I felt well taken care of. I feel, uh, comforted and yeah. like safe, yeah. you know, it yeah. feels like a warm hug to me. I don't know. It's like, it, it's just, it's just perfect. Ah, my gosh yeah well and like i think adding to that like comfort or that like feeling of like returning to something that is awesome but also like feels safe at the same time um they keep sampling that uh that little lick of melody from, from the pop song yeah like it, it's playing in uh, you know sort of like a smooth jazz uh arrangement when you're in waddle d town um it sneaks into like level themes here and there there's that uh-huh. yeah um it's just so I I don't, I don't know it's it is a complete Sonic package which I don't normally expect uh kind of from any video game to be yeah. like this holistically uh like looking at the way it sounds. It got me really excited and I was already excited for this but I'm even more excited for uh after this game for the Kirby uh live streamed oh, the oh yeah because yeah, sure. they gotta play some of these songs like my I really hope they play like I think my favorite that's different from the the opening is uh. In the haunted house, it's like this, like kind of sci-fi e, like oh yes, oh, like, the, the invasion of the house of horrors. That one is yes. so yeah, 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 good. Like the, yeah. Oh my, like I, the Buzz Lightyear so Space good. Ranger spin type level. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, this is a banger. This it's is so awesome. good. Can we talk about the um uh, some of the copy abilities? Because I feel like that yeah. same like yes, uh, thoughtfulness, uh, a word I've been using a lot tonight, but it really does feel like uh, I was like the detail oriented nature of the um what you get in the music the like the whole sonic experience i feel like you get in the copy abilities as well because there are so many like little like fun details at, in the different copy abilities that can only really be achieved in 3d space like when you have the ice ability you are like you move around by like you're gliding on ice yeah, but then when you jump you're doing these like triple sow counts. yeah that's right yeah. you're doing these like ice skating moves and it's just so cute and like fun to see kirby do that like we talk about one of the things we like about mario so much is just like the joy of movement yeah mm -hmm. there is so much joy in moving mario seeing mario run and generally in kirby games i don't get that like kirby moves too slow for me in this game i wish kirby there was like a run button i wish i could get yeah. kirby to move a little faster but there is that joy in a lot of these like copy abilities because you know uh those like little details, that attention to detail is so like yeah. prevalent. And yeah, I, I like the that even like I love the freedom of what you're talking about too. Um, that analogy for Mario is great, by the way. I think I totally agree with that. Um, but th I agree that this game, even though we don't have that dash, I do. I agree that we do feel that sense of freedom. Even like, but I like that it restricts you just enough. For example, like when you fall off, you can fly back up, but um, you can't just like surpass an obstacle like the game wants right. you to right you can only fly it. so high and you can't yeah. float forever right right yeah right which i just think is is so cool like uh, it doesn't mean you're, you won't fall but I, it's just like uh i'm glad that i, I just love that like it, there is a roof and they want yeah. they want you to keep yeah. going you know like with what they built which is awesome i also thought it's just really funny to see kirby with a gun <laughs> oh yeah it's it's very funny um 
I also love the ranger ability. It's so I good. Love it's, ranger it's, ability. It's, man, I, do you ha- do you guys have it leveled up to space ranger yet? No. I'm not space ranger. I got oh. the second level up, which is buccaneer. Yeah, he's it's got yeah, like a big like a like feather plumed hat. Yeah. yeah. Um, space ranger. He's wearing like a space helmet, and there's like a there's like graphics like printed out like on the visor um and he's instead of shooting like stars he's shooting like beams um <laughs> and i i love it I, I i love that i love the the bomb ability yeah all um, oh, the bomb the chaining chaining the bombs is really fun chaining the bombs when you level it up a second time it becomes a homing bomb yeah so like you throw it and it has like grows little feet and like runs towards the enemies um it's just like it's all i i don't think there's a, a single other than sleep uh, a single copy ability in here that i don't like using yeah. I think my favorite, um, because I like going fast, right? Yeah. I like going really fast. So I really like the upgraded sword. Um, specifically, uh, can I say it? I'm going to say it. It's the third level up of the oh, sword. Oh, yeah, say it, say the, it. We're spoiling everything. Oh, yeah, Meta Knight yeah. sword, which I'm just like, I'm going to go ham on this. Oh, my yeah. gosh, yeah. And the blocking ability on the Meta Knight sword is, like, overpowered. Oh, yeah, like, it's it is so good. good. Yeah. Um, I Look, I, this has not been a, a feature of previous Kirby games, right? The ability to block and then dodge. I don't no, think no, so. which is awesome. It's I, so like, good. You can side dodge. <laughs> you can side dodge, and it does the thing where like it slows down time yeah. for a second. If you time it perfectly, it, yes. it's like gives you an opportunity or something. It's, it's like you're Batman. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Um, I really, really love the uh, the first time leveled up uh, needle ability where you become like a Katamari Domasi, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. just rolling around picking bad guys up and like throwing them away. Um, that's very fun. And I like how the these side missions and I can't remember what they're called, but the side Yeah, the like treasure road. The treasure like warp portal. I yeah. forgot. Yeah, like, yeah, but whatever. <laughs> we all guessed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of us might be partly right. <laughs> but whatever those are called, like they, um, some of them, you know, you're just like regular Kirby, but a lot of them you know, they ask you to say, like, use this ability to do this specific task. And I like that a lot because there are some copy abilities, like the, like, kind of, like, mind control. It's not mind control, but it's, like, you, like, slow down time. It's time stop. Yeah, the time, yeah. The, yeah, the time bomb. Yeah, yeah, where you, like, slow down time and... Uh, you just run into things. You just run into things. And, like, I, I have not used that in the game outside of yeah. doing it in, like, the side mission. Yeah, yeah. And so that was really fun to be like, oh, that's what this does. And it also teaches you how to use that ability, which, yep. which yeah. why I like it. And how to use not, it well. Yeah, because every ability is different. Like some of them, like you had to slide, press jump, and then you can do like a special. Mm-hmm. Some of them you have to like block and through. Like they, it's not just B, which, which is like, yes. which I, like, like the the frozen um the the freeze ability you have to sh- if you shield and tap B you like do like a frozen rock thing which yeah. I had no idea but those challenges teach you how to do that stuff which I really really appreciate like the time stop I didn't until the challenge I didn't know that I was supposed to run into like I could just run into enemies and and it refuels the time yes yeah because yeah. it gives you what like ten seconds to complete yeah. that challenge yeah. but you can slow down the clock uh, and knock all the bad guys out yeah I I mean I I honestly I don't think there's a bad copyability in the bunch yeah um even something that's like pretty straightforward and doesn't really level up like i don't think the hammer levels up in a particularly compelling way Um, i agree i think that it looks funny when you change it to the toy hammer Uh uh, and then to the the primitive hammer i uh, I don't think it does enough damage and it's uh, there's not enough range like to be it's it's high risk low reward uh for the yeah 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 i I agree with that you have to be close and doesn't do that much damage unless you really charge it but it doesn't have the range, you know. Right. Like, might as well use the barbarian sword. 
Yes. <laughs> Which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Anything else we want to say about the copy abilities, or do we need to move on to our like favorite mouthful mode oh, yeah, let's, transformations? Yes, let's get into it. Let's just do mouthfuls. Um, I was a little bit bummed how early you experience all the mouthful transformations. Yeah. Um, I don't. It's ultimately not bad, but I think we had seen all of them. There aren't that many. So there's right. car, like traffic cone, light bulb, um, vending machine, the vending machine, the, vending machine, the like uh, circle, circle, thing, circle right? Yeah, fan the thing. The arch. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. the, the arch glide on like, the, the roller levels. coaster. Oh, yeah, right. the so roller there are coaster. Actually, quite a few. Yeah, but some of them only make a couple of appearances. Like the arch maybe makes two appearances. The roller coaster yeah. I think is exclusive one. to. Yeah. It'd be a little no, there's weird there, if you there, were doing there's two. There, there's a second one. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. oh later, right. later on. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that 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 might be it though. So that's actually more than I was thinking though when I first yeah started out the stairs doing the counter. Oh yeah, the, oh, yeah stairs. the stairs. Yeah, so there are quite a bit. Dude, that stairs challenge. Did you guys do that one where the, it's like the the treasure road thing where yes. you have to like position move the stairs around? Yeah, so that it they're took like, me a couple of times. Me too. Yeah, where I was like, I can't. It felt like I was doing a puzzle from like Lolo or uh, <laughs> like Quark or something, um, where it's like just all of these sort of positional block moving puzzles. Especially because the stairs are really specific in the way that you can move it. Yeah, and so it's like, oh, you like I don't know. Uh, I admire the person who has the spatial reasoning to like do it in one go. Yeah, me too. Because it took me like I had to like really concentrate on like the last one. Yeah. to figure out like where I needed to position yeah, things in me order too. to succeed. Sarah was kind of getting mad at me when I was got into like a fight where I was like she was like, Why are you putting that there? You're not gonna be able to get it out. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I haven't gotten to that one yet. Yeah. I think I'm coming up I must be coming up on that one. Or I missed a secret uh portal. Yeah, how do we feel about the fact that some of the portals you just have to like search for? Uh, is there like I I, cause I I don't mind it if I know I'm missing one. Yeah, I don't think I, there's an indicator that says you're missing. Yeah, one. I don't think there is. I mean, either. you when uh, when oh. you pull up the like uh, level, level list and then you can hit like the L or R or something to gotcha. tab over, you can see how many of them uh, you, you've accessed okay. versus how many are there. I, I didn't I didn't mind it, uh, but I could totally be missing them. But because once I like as soon as the world map opened for the first time, I like flew around a little bit mm -hmm. and it was like oh like search. search and so that so then I was like oh so I just started doing that as soon as I got to a new land is just like flying around yeah. and checking everything. But yeah, I have no way. I have no idea if I've missed them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah. I appreciate what they're doing with it. I, it's a nice thought. Um, uh, and I don't know if I'd miss it, but I also don't know. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't mind it. I don't know. I, like, I think it's, it's interesting. I, I, cause I, I like maps that have little hidden things, but yeah, it's, I don't know. Maybe it's like, I wanted them to be a, something a little better. Or something it's uh, to me it feels uh like the complaint i have about the goal games in most kirby games which kirby in the forgotten land no goal games thank you yes um i don't need like a weird little thing time like telling me when to press the a button like it, i just don't understand why they're there um but I, I feel like that's almost the same thing where it's like this has nothing to do with any of the rest of the gameplay you're just like on the map pushing a in random places to see yeah. if you yeah. get some coins or a challenge or something um but I don't know. Was that my first complaint about this game? <laughs> <laughs> so favorite mouthful mode abilities. Yes. Yes. Um, I th I think for me the water balloon, like when you like inhale all the it's water. Another one we didn't count. And Kirby's like sloshing around. Yeah. I think that one is really really funny. Um, I also there's something really satisfying to me about the light bulb one because I like the light bulb levels. I think yeah. that's like yeah, a they're fun, fun. Like, they're mechanic. Smart. Yeah. I I do like the light bulb because I also like. 
I, I like to go as fast as I can with a light bulb. So it's like, oh, I get, if I turn it off for a long time, yeah, I could go faster. <laughs> <you know? laughs> and then uh, those ghosts won't chase you. Yeah, exactly. I, I think my favorite is actually the circle. The circle um, with that puffs air. You get on a boat and like yeah. push the boat. Um, it, that feels it feels good, and it, it just the way it attacks like it feels more powerful and it feels more satisfying to me than like the cans attacking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, the, I, I like this circle a lot. Um, uh, partly I like it because I think Kirby looks the most uncomfortable with it in his mouth. Um, and you also rescue so many Waddle Dees with, yeah. uh, with the circle thing in your mouth. And to see Kirby, who, like, this thing also will, like, the inside of it will frequently have, like, jagged edges or, like, it's the inside of a gear or something. Um, so you'll see those edges in Kirby's mouth, and he's, like, doing the little dance with the Waddle Dee, but you can tell he's, like, <laughs> he's this <struggling>. is painful. <laughs> I love, I love that when you get the, when you rescue a Waddle Dee within a level, that Kirby like does his little celebration or like wave yeah. in it's the so form funny. of like the yeah. uh, uh, mouthful mode transformation. Uh, but I think for me the the winner is the the OG the car. The car, the car is, is good. so rewarding. The, the, the there are, uh, one of the uh, theme park levels has like two different like car race Dude, challenges yes. in them. I loved those. I loved it. And this, the the second one where it's like beat it in under 30 seconds. Yeah. And I was like, how am I going to do yeah. this? It's yeah. impossible. And then like you learn the shortcuts. Yeah. You're blowing through cardboard boxes. And like it's, I don't know. I would do a whole game that's just. Me too. That was Kirby that was race car. All, I agree actually, Patrick. I, I actually forgot while we were listening that <laughs> about the car. And how could I? Because I agree that those are my favorite challenges for sure. Those are really the, fun. The way the car feels feels too it's like, good it feels so good oh my gosh yeah i agree with you there that's good <sighs> um all right uh mm, what else can we oh bosses do we want to talk about uh, bosses that are fun to fight yeah, yeah. well wh- so there's a you fight a lot of the same like um mini bosses a lot yeah you yeah which is kind of a of them. and they're like regular kirby style is bosses the, right is the um uh, the duck, the duck, like ballerina type thing. Well, maybe not. Maybe not her. She may be a new one. I'll but tell you right now, my least favorite is the duck. I can't I stand hate the, duck. the duck. Anytime oh the duck shows gosh. up, boo to the duck. Um, but I really like. I thought like the first time that uh, Mr. Frosty shows up, yeah, and yeah. Uh, Bonker show up, and you realize that they're like wild variations on right. them, like wild. Also, Bonker. At one hundred percent a An gorilla ape. in yeah. this, yeah, uh, like. for sure. Also, Wild Frosty, so funny to me. Yes, I yeah. love uh, <laughs> this like crazed like rabid walrus thing. Yeah. that's going on. It's so funny to me. And he's got these big like saber tooth tusks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like those a lot too. Yeah, I like those guys too. I just, I just think my least favorite is that, that freaking duck. Yeah, I can't like the ballerina, the ballerina t- tornado. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. The other bosses, like Patrick, you mentioned, like the um, uh, the cat. Yep. That is like has this like Catwoman thing going on with like. She's got like a Catwoman thing, but uh, there's also like a circus uh, yeah, sort of right. environment. Uh-huh. It's like a big top kind of like. A I liked arena. her in- intro, like going and she's just standing in the spotlight, and, like who is this? Yeah, yeah, here, yeah. You know? uh, That was really cool. Oh, and she's got these like uh, Lady Deathstrike claws. Yeah. Right? Um, I I that that fight is is okay. Um, yeah. I, I like the way the. Um, the tree fight uh, oh, works. Oh, I love the tree. The fight. tree was super fun, and that like uh, again, c- kind of like classic Kirby boss, yeah. right? But with a twist. With the twist, I like when the uh, the roots, yep. like yeah. shoot through the ground, and then you. I don't know. It was early enough in the game where when I destroyed the roots and I got like 
you know, one of the little rewards opened yeah. up being yeah. like, this was a secret thing in the level. And you're like, yes. That, I, I agree. I think that's actually my favorite so far. Of, although, actually, it was right before I got here. It was the King DDD fight. And that was pretty sick. That yeah, was the DDD fight he's is like, good. This is like beast mode King DDD because he is ripped. <laughs> and he's like, he does half the fight with his hammer. And then he throws his hammer down and picks up a giant beam, like metal beam. Yep. Yeah. He's he's like, another, oh, my like, God. Yeah. That was yeah. awesome. And his intro was sick. And in and, and his uh can i yeah we were talking about yeah we're spoiling yeah. yeah um you know, like w- when you're in the victory screen the like you're like you pose and you're like dun, 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 yeah. and then the dude gets up in the background yeah walks over like he's not done <laughs> yeah i loved it uh i think that's my favorite fight so far uh the meta fight was also very fun meta night super fun to fight yeah um have you guys fought the uh, Matt, you wouldn't have yet, I don't think. But Mark, have you fought the armadillo? Yes, oh, yeah. with the with the little cage. <laughs> the armadillo feels like something out of um, like uh, a banjo kazooie. Yeah, oh. like banjo. <laughs> like you know, like it is. It's so un. It's so goofy and cartoonish. Yes. Like it has this like fake dance partner that it. Yep. Like this dummy that it is like tosses at you. It's just it's we- It's out there. It's wild. Yeah, he. I thought that was a a really fun fight. I um, thought so too. And, and like one where. And this is gonna sound crazy because we're talking about a Kirby game, but one where I had to like learn his attack totally. pattern. Like <laughs> I had to treat totally. him like he was a boss no, in a real video absolutely, game. Because he does this thing where he like uh rolls at you mm-hmm. and the timing of the roll or like when he's spinning, like the yeah. timing because he has this like cage that yeah. he's holding, and so he'll do this spin and you have to learn to like dodge out of the way or he captures you in it and like shakes you around. Yeah. But um yeah, that's a really funny one. Also the approach to that is really funny because you're like walking through this cave and there's all these like no Kirby posters everywhere. <laughs> oh my it's God, just the really no the no Kirby posters. <laughs> They're so funny. I love that you have to like some of the missions are like, like tear them down. Yeah. I like that they <laughs> they're identified as wanted posters. Yeah. Which is like, I don't know if that's were you suggesting that there's like some sort of law enforcement here <laughs> that like there's a bounty on Kirby's head? I don't think that's what this is. Something I really do like too, and and um, this is I think some people might see this as a negative. However, I see this as a positive uh, for games like this, and like I thought it worked really well in Paper Mario um, and the uh, Origami King is the variation of Waddle D, very much like the variation of the Toad. Yeah, I would all I would like original characters too. I think that's also great, mm-hmm. but. I don't mind it every now and then. I think it's really funny to be like, oh, I'm the smart Waddle Dee. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, let me read you the facts. Or like, oh, I'm the armory Waddle Dee. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, and also I, I love I love that this Waddle Dee, uh, the, the armory Waddle Dee, that he's wearing like a little hat and like pulls some goggles down and then just uses his bare hands to yeah. forge you new weapons. Yeah. That's not safe. I know he's got, he's got eyewear, but not handwear. And also the uh, the like knowledge waddle D or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's, he's, he's got a little graduation. He has hat. a little graduation hat, but also like the the facts that he's. So when you when you start, oh yeah, this uh, is phenomenal. When you start yeah. Kirby in the Forgotten Land, you have the option of like giving. They ask you like, do you want to sh- go online? Basically, like, do you want to share information about your um like your play history with Nintendo and with others? And I think it's, like, such a smart, you know, kind of, like, incentive for Nintendo to collect that data. Because what they're doing with it is you meet this Waddle Dee who's, like, the knowledge He's Waddle so Dee. And he has, like, utility in that if you missed a uh, cop- uh, copyability power-up, he'll, he would tell you. Mm-hmm. But also, he just has, like, tons of facts about the game. Where it's, like, you know, like, uh, so far, like, 
five billion coins have been, you know, yeah. collected worldwide. Right. Well, he'll, he'll say he'll say like you've saved 187 waddle dees, uh-huh. uh, and that means that like Globally. 20 million waddle dees have been saved worldwide. And yeah. he'll give you like two little facts, and he's like, "Do you want to learn more?" Yeah. And I'm always like, "Yeah, yeah. I do." And <laughs> always like, say yeah because at least <laughs> the first time, excuse me, at least the first time he will you'll get a trophy. Yeah, you, you do, do get a trophy when you yeah. uh, talk to him for a while. Yeah. But I just love the little because they they all have their distinct personalities. Yeah, it's really cute. I love that there are two of them that work at the restaurant, and you can tell one of them's in charge. <laughs> <laughs> it's like right, right. Even like the announcer, even the announcer Waddle Dee at the Coliseum. Is yes, like, get ready for a showdown. Like, yes. Or in the theater that there's like the the one that's working like the oh, ticket right. counter inside the the movie theater, which like it's so funny. There's no reason to watch any of like the videos a, a, a second time. Because um, that's all that's in the theater is just yeah. the videos that the game has already showed you. Um, but you still have to, like, select it with the guy at the ticket counter and then, like, walk into the theater and sit down in a seat. And then the movie starts. It feels very, like, Disneyland, Main Street, yes, USA yeah, totally. to me, you know? Uh, and there was some – I don't remember where. Maybe it was the theater. I can't remember where. Maybe I dreamt this. But there, <laughs> <laughs> but there was, like, an area where I looked in and it, like, showed stuff for each Kirby game. Yes. Oh, that's that's, in, that's in Kirby's house, yeah. Oh, it's the book. It's yeah. the, the book, book. and it is so frustrating to me because uh, it shows just the games that are available on Switch and 3DS. And, and so Wii U. Oh, and, and Wii, Wii U, U which yeah. seems so weird to me. They missed the most important Kirby game, Kirby Air Ride, <laughs> in, which is an incredible game. And and there's no Kirby's Block Ball, so yeah. like it's it's yeah. a it's a crime. So I thought you would like. So you don't unlock more because I have no. Not that I can tell. It's just exclusively like those. It's That's one page game. Yeah, it's choice. weird. Yeah, I thought I was gonna unlock more. Now I'm bummed. Especially because it seems like it's just it's just like on the verge of being a tiny little Kirby museum, right? Right. Because when you hover over the different games, it plays music from yeah. those games. Yeah, and gives like a little description. And yeah, like, yeah. And it's like, well, why not do this? Why not make this a Kirby museum? Yeah. That's oh, all very strange. weird choice. <laughs> they always have to do one thing. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just it's, do it's the thing. It's almost perfect. It's almost perfect. <laughs> Can I also say I don't really like the fishing games, mini games in games in general, but I like the one in Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Me too. It feels yeah. more like a rhythm game. Uh-huh. Really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, even the the restaurant game. Yes. It's like it's kind of hard. <laughs> yeah, on the like the tough difficulty. Yeah. yeah, I failed out of it a couple times. Me too. You know what's, uh, what's great about those the Kirby food product? Is that I'm pretty sure, like that burger, they literally make that at in, in Universal. Oh, uh, do they at Super oh, Nintendo World? I'm pretty sure. So Super Nintendo Land. Uh, they, I've seen that burger before in real life. There, was, like a, the bun. there was a Kirby Cafe. Oh, I maybe think it, it was that. because of the mm. pandemic, but yeah. it might have been at Kirby Cafe. I mean, it looks so good. It I'm does. sure it's, it it's looks, like it looks really good. I'm sure it's okay, but <laughs> it looks very good. <laughs> I, I like. Look, I like a bun that has a design on it, right? Yeah, like, come on, that's good. Yeah, I want it. That cake looks good. I bet the the mouthful mode, like the car cake. Totally. It is funny that it's like, here's a hamburger, and look how fun this hamburger looks. And like, here's a cake, and like, wow, that's cool. And then it's like, uh, or a tomato. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, these are the options. Or medicine, right? Or, <laughs> yeah, or like yeah. a bottle of tonic or whatever. <laughs> um, did, I, I don't think any of us have, but did anyone dip into the co op mode and get that bandana waddle D out there? No, no, I haven't. No, me neither. I'm a solo. We're all loners, man. We're, so, we're all we're all in, in, in relation in good relationships, but we always play solo, one player, baby. Yeah, I and like I know I I know Sarah and I will end up playing together at, at some point, um, but I think I just I gotta finish it on my own first. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that because the 
the uh, he mentions at some point the bandana waddle dee is just like one of the uh, characters in your town, right? Um, and he says like, oh, when you level up your abilities, my spear gets leveled up with it. Um, so like. I want to know what that means. I, I want to yeah. see, like, does he get, like, electrical powers or, like, frost powers? Uh, what what happens there? Yeah, I also like that the Waddle Dees talk. Yeah. Like, that they oh, have, yeah. like, more, like, personality. Because, like, this bandana Waddle Dee is, like, itching to get out there. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, he wants the action. I love that you'll find him, like, all over the town, too. He's not just in one spot. Like, I saw him on a rooftop, like, some Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's like, hey, if you need me. <laughs> it's like, I'm just killing time up here, just me and this other Waddle Dee. That's another thing that I think is just incredible, is as you rescue more Waddle Dees, there are more Waddle Dees, like, in the town. So, like, uh, early on, there'll be, like, a table that's set up outside, and then uh, you'll come back later, and because you've rescued more Waddle Dees, there are, like, two of them sitting there eating lunch, and you're like, yes, <laughs> you're having a lovely afternoon. <laughs> And That's why it's important. We have to save them all. No yeah. Waddle D gets left behind. That's right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Are, are there any other areas of this game that we want to touch on uh, before we get out of here? I'm looking at my notes. I, I don't think I have anything left. I just really, really liked this game. I, I can confidently say that this is my favorite Kirby game of all time. Um, and I think it's in my top 10 switch games whoa i really do as of i don't know like it's just a delight it gives me the same kind of joy that odyssey gave me um i, I i'm in love with it and i haven't loved a kirby game in years so this is like super refreshing for me um easily one of the best kirby games um, yeah yeah i'm also uh, I'm, I'm digging the length of it like I'm, yeah. I'm pretty near the end i'm gonna go back and like try to i don't know 100 percent, but like i'm gonna get more stuff in it um and it's certainly longer than like planet robobot um or other kirby games uh, of from recent memory where it's longer but not like you know i don't i don't, I don't want to have to sink like 30 40 hours into a kirby game you know um and this one i feel like it's sitting comfortably at like 12 to 15 hours. It's like a good comic set. You know, you want to like get yes. out while, get yeah, out while, you're right. on, while you're on the top. You know? Well, we're like, still having fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, I, I'm currently still having fun. I, I, I really like this game. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's close out our discussion of Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Matt Acevedo, thank you so much for joining us for this discussion. Thank you guys so much for having me. I had, I just, every time I come on, it's just an absolute blast to talk <laughs> with you guys. I, you guys are my favorite people to talk Nintendo with, like straight up, you know? Every time I try to talk Nintendo with someone else, they'll like pivot to like <coughs> PlayStation. I'm like, I don't want to talk PlayStation. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, well, we love having you on. Matt, is there anything at this point that you would like to plug? Yeah, guys, check out uh, my podcast I run. I'm and not. I don't run. I'm. Uh, I play a Krogan in uh, named Vote Kirk in the Mass Effect Adventum tabletop RPG podcast. If you're looking for a new, you know, uh, tabletop RPG podcast that you don't have to know Mass Effect um, to listen to it, it's really good. Um, I'm not just tuning my own horn. It's a very good uh, tabletop RPG show. But um, check that out. And um, yeah. It features uh, at least two other previous guests of this show, right? Yeah, uh, Kelly Nugent, mm -hmm. uh, who's a newer member, and she's great. Kelly's great. Uh, yeah, Kelly and, rules. And Emily Rose Jacobson. Yeah. So make sure to check that out. So great people that have been on this show. Yeah. Um, 
All right. Well, that's going to do it uh, for this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Uh, remember, you can all the things. Uh, please rate, review, and follow us on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or wherever you get uh, podcasts. Um, if you like the episode, please share it on Facebook or Twitter or wherever you are sharing things. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. Mark is at MK Mitchell. Matt is at the Matt Acevedo. Uh, and the show is at Nin Cart Society. Uh, we also have a Facebook page, which is just Nintendo Cartridge Society. Olivia Duncan made our logo. Our theme music is provided by 8 You can get more of his music by going to 8 or by listening right now. For my co-host, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Eller saying thank you for listening. I'm Brian Husky. I'm bald. And I'm Charlie Sanders, and I'm also bald. And we host Bald Talk on the Campfire Media Network. Bald Talk is the podcast where two bald comedians talk to anyone bald about being bald. But this show isn't just for baldies, Brian. Harrows will love it, too. Bald Talk gets into vulnerability, vanity, insecurity, and self-acceptance, reminding us that we all have our respective bald spots. Not that bald spots are a bad thing. No way. I mean, my entire head is one big bald spot. It is one huge, beautiful bald spot, Charlie. Get Bald Talk on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, I I have like a little bit of hair, but not like you. Like you're really bald. I'm truly bald. Great. I mean, it's I'm great. I'm balder than it. you. You are balder than me. Only on Bald Talk. Campfire. <laughs>